doing well. How are you? I am doing okay. I will. I I did not sleep at all last night. So, oh my God, what I, happened? I don't know. I just could not sleep, and so I uh, made an apple galette at three a.m. And then by four four a.m., <laughs> I had an a, an apple galette that I ate. Oh my! So you got zero <laughs> hours of sleep, is what you're telling me? Yeah, I'm running on empty. Oh my god, dude, what? It's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. I feel like I can get away with this now and I need to kind of savor it before I turn 30 because I have friends that are over 30 and I love mm. them. I love them so much, but I also fear for right. them every day of my oh. life. Oh my god. Um, see, I am actually the exact opposite. I so last yesterday was Easter, as we know, right? Oh yeah. Um so we had my aunt and um, two of my cousins over, and um, I drank a lot of wine. I really oh, drank a lot of wine. Hell and yeah. I, I was asleep by eight thirty. <laughs> um, I felt so bad. I was dead asleep by eight thirty, and had got up and around like nine forty five, ten o'clock, like left me sleeping and went out to my kitchen and was like hey can I make myself a cup of tea and my mother was like where is she (laughs) you know like what is going on and I was like you know she's uh sleeping (laughs) so they hung out while I was dead asleep (laughs) and then I woke up at noon and was like or no not noon I woke up at midnight and I was like where am I (laughs) where am I so then I brushed my teeth, I got some water, chugged a big glass of water, and then went back to bed. And then woke up at 8.30 or 9 uh-huh. and was like, wow, I am living. I am <laughs> wide awake. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was crazy. Oh my god, that is so funny. I got like 12 and a half hours of sleep. <laughs> you took all my sleep, you fucking sleep demon. I really did. I am so sorry. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I do want to say... You and Anne look great. That yellow dress looks so good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Sales section at Target. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. It's from Universal Thread, which is like Mm. a brand that Target carries. And I'm fucking obsessed. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Very spring vibes. Oh, totally. Um, big uh easter vibes mm-hmm. um i <laughs> have never been i've never worked in a restaurant or serving anyone in my entire life uh but i would like to say madame would could i interest you in an aperitif before we begin <laughs> the main course of this yes, podcast. Yes, please. Yes, please. Phenomenal. For us? I do. I have a little bit of a, a little, you know, a little sip. Um... This is an anti-Lena Dunham podcast. Absolutely. I, we hate Lena Dunham on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think Lena Dunham is disgusting. Um, 
I think she's just a bad person. Mm-hmm. I just hate her. I really do. And I was scrolling on Twitter and I went to my, you know, the news page where I get all my news. <laughs> and I saw that Lena Dunham has started her own plus size clothing line. And I was like, huh, okay, I guess uh, that's disgust. I want nothing to do with it. And you know what? I would prefer not to have to buy plus size clothing from a child molester. You know, like, yeah, so nasty. It's so and nasty. You know what's fucked up is that you sent that tweet into our group chat. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember I, I like looked through it right before this and maybe like two people were talking about the fact that she was a uh, like admitted to molesting her little sister. Whereas like all the other comments were just like, oh, I don't like her vibe or like some stupid shit like that. And it's like, bro, there is like literal like child endangerment molestation like sexual assault that has happened and you are concerned about her vibes yeah it's so cringe because it's like lena dunham it's so cringe because lena dunham thought that it was acceptable to like write about molesting her little sister and then thinking that everyone is just gonna accept it and like be like oh she was just a kid like it's disturbing yeah and she's like so proud of it and, like, even her younger sister, too, is like, it's okay. And it's like, uh, that doesn't make it, uh, doesn't make it any more right, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, victims of especially child sexual assault defend the people who uh, uh, assault them all the time. They come to their defense because they cannot give consent. They don't understand it. And it leaves lasting impact, which is why it's fucking illegal because children cannot consent to that shit. It forever permanently alters them as human beings, like for the rest of their lives. You can't be like, you can't defend her and be like, oh, like her sister said it was okay. Like she was a child, bro. Like (laughs) She didn't really have a choice, dude. Like, you were in the position of power over her, and, like, ah, so gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you told uh, me about this in our sophomore year, I think it was, of college, which was, like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. years ago, literal years ago. And I feel like Lena Dunham has never gotten her, like, do whatever from the like the shit that she published like people have known about this for years right no one like they gave her flack when this first came out and like i had seen i had been watching girls for a couple of seasons at that point Mm. and then i remember watching an episode of girls where lena dunham's character is at um, this guy's apartment that she's dating and is, like, naked the whole episode. Like, the whole episode. And I, like, watched it, and I was like, okay, I guess. And, like, it made me uncomfortable because it's like, why are you naked the whole episode? For no reason. Like, there was no rhyme or reason to it. And it's just, like, people look at Lena Dunham and are like, oh, she's a feminist revolutionary. She is so powerful and, like... She's such a feminist icon. But it's like, (laughs) she's literally so into herself. She is a child molester to her own sister. And it's just like, 
I don't know, such a cringe and bad person. And like oh, after absolutely. Jack, like after Jack Antonoff and her broke up, I can't remember, I can't remember where it was, but it was like I had seen a post talking about how like even post breakup, Lena Dunham was like all over him, like sending him like really sweet text messages and like posting Instagram posts that's like, I love you, like you're the best thing that's ever happened to me, like after they broke up. And it's uh, like, it's it was so, so gross to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I hate her. No, I mean, absolutely. It slants everything that she does with that, like, knowledge that she is a fucking disgusting human being. <laughs> yeah, word. God, so annoying. Um, anyway, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> valid, valid. Thanks for Thank joining you. us. Thank you. This has been a lovely, uh, lovely session. I'm ready to dive in to the main course. Little, uh, no, now, uh, here's your meal. Can I get you salt and pepper or Can I get Parmesan a little cheese? Can I get a little ketchup <laughs> in a little tiny sauce on the side? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't been to a restaurant in so long. I've forgotten what they do. <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> so uh, stupid. All right, what are what are we talking about? We're talking about YouTube trends, um, specifically mm. ones that annoy the shit out of us. Because I feel like we yeah we went off on how we love YouTube and the content that we find there, and uh, you know we just need a balance. Uh, sometimes right. there's some shit that I it. absolutely cannot stand. Yeah, and I think this, like, you know, being nice shit is just boring. So let's just make it a little bit more toxic in here. You know what I mean? Like, girl boss totally. situation up. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> agree, agree, agree. <laughs> uh, well, I'll get us started. One of the Hell things yeah. that I absolutely hate, I hate, hate with all of my chest mm-hmm. are the videos that are, like, professional candle maker reacting to candle tiktoks or viral candle hacks and it's always like some pretentious white lady Mm -hmm. who's like i've been making candles for for 15 years and i'm an expert and i like i gatekeep candle making for fun and i'm gonna watch (laughs) these teenagers have fun making candles and then they watch like tiktoks or like other youtube videos and they critique it like they shred it to bits like oh don't don't melt those candle sticks and then bend them it's like shut up why not Uh, literally like it's just to look cute like can you relax for just a second it's a fucking candle dog let the people do what they want. That What's the issue? That guy, if I see that motherfucker from Bang Bang Studios in New York, as if they don't charge fucking a $500 uh, house minimum for, like, these fine line tattoos that are literally two centimeters wide. Like, what kind of mm-hmm. fucking bullshit is that? That is so fucking pretentious. And you have that guy on uh, your video, like, roasting other people's tattoos and being like, we would never do this in our studio. And it's like, literally no one can afford your studio except for the gentrifiers that come to this city. It is truly, like, so 
stupid and disgusting and like you literally just pull good artists and you turn them into these fucking like cretins of who they used to be they become so fucking pretentious and they're like if you don't have the money for a tattoo like don't get it and it's like shut the fuck up you pretentious piece of shit it's like why why do you have to like be mean and like have something to say about everything you don't have to say something about anything everyone can just shut the fuck up (laughs) it makes me so mad also like who's watching this like who goes yeah that's what i want to see i'm telling you it gets it gets pushed on me so bad and i don't i don't ever watch videos like that like I literally click, like, do not show me this anymore because I don't want to watch videos <gasps> of people, like, shitting all over other people's fun. Like, yeah, no, I, absolutely. It's like living isn't fun to begin with. So, like, why would I want to watch that video <laughs> where it makes living even less fun? Like, ugh. Yeah. Also, the, like, it used to be Instagram, but now the TikTok to YouTube video pipeline like that content is just like oldest shit um has been what do you mean like living in this moment like i feel like all the trends that we see on tiktok and all the quote-unquote viral videos um that go on tiktok end up on platforms like instagram and youtube Mm. months later and it becomes the source of content for so many videos on YouTube. And it's just annoying because I'm like, we, we've had this moment. It had its, its shine. People have duetted this thing and uh, stitched this thing. And we've talked about it. And now we're done and we're moving on. But no, you have to rehash this shit for views because people aren't on TikTok or whatever. Right. Literally drives me insane. Like... I've seen soap making ones. I've seen the tattoo ones where they bring in those like professional tattoo artists to sit there and critique like shitty tattoos, which it's like, shut the fuck up. Like that's on somebody's body. Like, don't be rude. Um, I've seen like cake ones. Um, I've seen like bath bomb ones. Just, ugh, ugh, makes me so mad. It's also, like, these people are, I'm sure that they are, like, trade professionals, absolutely, but they, there's always, like, this undertone of, like, science behind some of the stuff that they explain, like, they'll be like, oh, this is scientifically why I mix these things together, or, like, I do these certain things, like, this is the technique, and it's, like, there's a difference between technique and actual chemical science, and, like, sometimes y'all be saying some shit on these videos and on this platform that are like just scientifically misleading sometimes things happen and uh, my my only two cents on this is like correlation does not equal to causation sometimes you do things over and over again that does not necessarily mean that you understand how it got from point a to point b and postulating that is just makes you look dumb like, it makes you look right. dumb to people who actually understand these things. And 99% of the times, these trade professionals, including, like, chefs, don't actually mm-hmm. understand the science behind why certain reactions happen and why certain things act the way they do. Right. Didn't Brad from Bon Appetit... <laughs> there Wasn't there a scandal because he, like, made a fermenting video and then it, like, 
the way he did it in the video could have caused like botulism. Yeah, yeah. It's really um it's really dangerous with meats because um meats already have a lot of uh bacteria on them on their surface and uh without actually cooking the meat there is no real way to wash or rid the bacteria from the meat. So you really have to have uh, uh, an intense process of uh, for food safety. It's not really Brad's fault, to be honest, um, because he had apparently right. uh, tried to do the actual method that they want that was recommended like he did his research and he was going to do the method that was proper for um i think it was preserving seafood specifically um and then Mm -hmm. the fucking producers at conde nast were like oh this is not good video content because they can't see inside the pot and they like the viewer won't know that even though you put like it's like this object permanence thing where even though you put the jar in the pot because the pot you can't see through the pot the uh, person watching it won't know that you put it in there. Um, and so... Like, they must think their audience is so fucking dumb. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they think that these people are fucking babies who, like, cannot see Brad putting something into a pot during one clip and then taking it out during the next clip and putting two and two together, I guess. Not even two and two. It's literally <laughs> one plus one. But, um, he, like, he put... <laughs> these so then he switched to a different method which was like extremely food unsafe and yeah botulism is a huge problem when it comes to home canning especially home canning meats um it is a a big problem um and i i actually read about this when i was uh doing my toxicology uh uh, degree and like Mm -hmm. the severity it goes from like literally debilitating you permanently for the rest of your life uh chronically uh disabling you to uh straight up killing like entire families because mom mama put some meat in a can and she left it under the sink for a couple months and then uh, she just annihilated her entire family why like husband kids all of them are uh murked so yeah it's no fucking joke it is like actually really really bad and the fact that they did that and completely went against brad's recommendation just like speaks to how fucking stupid these people continue to be (laughs) yikes yeah Condé nast is literally trash garbage yeah that's some bullshit yeah that's really fucked up speaking of brad my mm-hmm. one one thing that I hate seeing on YouTube that is more of a recent development um, is just white men cooking on there. I'm sick of it. I hate watching <laughs> white men cook on that platform. It is all of uh. the, the Joshua Weissman's, the uh, what's what are these people's names? Binging, the with, Babish. binging with Babish. The whole shit. I can't like these people. I I I saw these videos where specifically joshua my my beef is with him because he frames himself as like basically the best out there he always puts himself as like the best whatever recipe beating these people's recipes like it's just not good it's not good content i've made some of his recipes before they're like okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be honest but it's like a lack of recognition of like per personal taste and like it you i get it it's clickbait you're just trying to make a good 
clickbaity video, but like when you're sitting here framing your video as like authentic Asian food and you think you're the best out there, that combination Yikes. don't sit right with me. I'm sorry. Same with binging with Babish. He has a whole like basics with Babish series. And once again, these white men be making kimchi. That is just like, <laughs> I, I've said oh this before God. about Brad. I will say it again about binging with Babish. This time, uh, Babish is a little bit smarter in that he uh, at least shields himself behind his people of color, uh, co-workers and uh, uh, cohorts, I will call them. Listen, mm-hmm. your entrepreneur bro from L.A., who has a semi-successful restaurant or whatever, I don't really know, um, making his restaurant-style kimchi is made for white people who have gentrified the neighborhood, not uh, the taste of, like, authentic Korea. And I watched the video, and he says, this is not authentic, but it's good. And my thing is, the Basics with Babish series is not a place for stylized like it is a place for stylized cooking but like it purports itself as like a place to learn the basics that's how it's marketed Mm -hmm. and like this really stylized kimchi video is that the basics i don't know i don't know the answer to that necessarily but i just don't want to see white people cook anymore like not even white people because you know what here's the other part of it i watched i watched claire's whole like dessert person series And I was like, Mm. I'm fine with this. Honestly, she's like in her lane, whatever. She's in her back. She knows where she is. I've never seen like the amount of audacity as I see with white men who cook on YouTube, who think that they are like, they just come off with this like godsend kind of personality. And I'm just not into it. I just don't, I don't vibe with it. It is not, I'm not, I don't care for it. This whole like scientific background thing. I was in the comment section of one of someone's uh, uh, recipe videos and they were having a fucking argument about uh, like all these fucking verified YouTube accounts that are all part of this like white man cooking cinematic universe are having a battle about like food science in the comment section. And they're like, with all due respect. And it's like, bro, I uh, this is stupid. I'm watching, you know what, from now on, I'm only watching a video that has less than 100,000 views on that recipe because I can't deal with these fucking motherfuckers getting a million views Dead on this shit. Literally. Um, I feel like this is, like, not really related, but it is sort of related. Another thing that I don't like seeing on YouTube is, like, the white person, like, going to... Tokyo or China oh. and then sort of monetizing off of that trip. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many YouTubers like I'm thinking really specifically uh, just someone that I hate uh, on YouTube is <laughs> Safia Nygaard. Like I believe she was a part of um, BuzzFeed, but I might be wrong. And she does like a lot of like I tried following a soap cupcake tutorial or I tested clickbait DIY soap packs, or like, um, I don't know, her thing is, is also like trying dollar makeup from Wish and like oh. melting down a bunch of lipsticks to make one lipstick. But like, she has a whole thing on um, her channel that's like 
when she obviously like went to Japan and is like trying unique Japanese vending machines mm. and I got a Japanese Lolita fashion makeover and it's like it just feels like so fetishizing to me do you know what I mean like it just gives me like icky vibes especially because she's uh isn't she dating someone who's uh am i remembering this correctly wait hold on i don't know I they just got dating married. or oh married someone Sophia and tyler's first dance to the adams family tango like shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah he he's an asian yeah he's an asian dude see that's the other thing like it's just weird isn't it i don't know yeah no it's it always like it always makes me feel weird Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. reading into it. Maybe I'm being dramatic. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> have. Maybe I'm not the per- one to be like calling these people out. But like, I don't know. It gives me weird vibes. Uh huh. Yeah. No. And I never I... watch those videos because I'm like I don't care. Not that I don't care, but like, if I'm gonna watch like something about like I don't know vending machines in Japan, like I'd find a Japanese creator or like an Asian creator and watch it. You know. Yeah, and also, like, it's always just so, like, I don't know how people watch these travel videos. Like, Strictly Dumpling is, like, a huge content creator on YouTube, and I cannot watch his videos because the idea of him holding this camera so obnoxiously high and, like, talking so obnoxiously in, like, this vlog kind of voice to the camera, like, it's not even bad. I'm not even saying that he's a bad creator or anything like that, but just, like, I can't watch it. It It's, like, kind of cringy to me. Unintentionally. No, 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 I agree. Yeah. Huh. What do you think about, um, like, mukbangs? I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I love can't them. watch normal mukbangs. Like, I watched this guy eat MREs, um, mm-hmm. and he, like, explains the MREs, and he's always just like, this tastes awful this is probably one of the worst mouthfeels in my life and i think there's some kind of like weird joy that i get out of watching this white man eat this like borderline poison um that's that's the only mukbang i watch that's so funny i it's a mental illness (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know that's all i have to say on that like it's not even I don't I don't even get mukbang content on my YouTube feed. It is just that one guy who does the MREs uh that a friend had recommended to me. Uh mm. and it is just fascinating because it's like more historical than him eating it, but him eating it is definitely right. a highlight <laughs> for me. I've yeah, I follow this um or I'm subscribed to this um ASM- ASMR guy mm. who will do who in my opinion, does, like, the best ASMR I've ever watched. Which I am an ASMR connoisseur. Um, <laughs> but he will, like, open MRE packets and will be oh. like, mmm, freeze-dried ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Um, yeah. This one is not as uh, bad, but it is just like mm-hmm. something that I get annoyed with, and I every time I see it, I like have to tell YouTube that I don't like it, and it still recommends mm-hmm. it to me. And it's 
it's those videos that are clips from podcasts that I do listen to. And they'll take, people will take these clips and like, uh, I don't know if it's like typography where they will like push all the words onto the screen in like dramatic ways. And it just looks so fucking ugly and I hate it so much. I hate that this shit gets pushed to me. And I'm like, if I wanted to read what I'm looking at, like, I know this bit because I listened to the podcast episode that this thing is coming from. And if I wanted to read it, I would just watch their YouTube channel where they have closed captions on their podcast. Like, right. why would I watch you put this in fucking, I don't know, impact at 96 point on a screen? And then they rotate the text halfway through one of the quotes for, like, dramatic effect. I don't know. I hate it. Yeah. It is just so fucking ugly. No one knows how to make these videos that are not a- in a terrible way. And it's worse when they have like caricatures of the podcast people because they look like corporate art. It looks like corporate digital marketing for mil- millennials. Like I hate it. It's just like the most disgusting right. lowest form of art. And I don't, I can't explain why I hate it so much, but it just like irks me. It's It's the reason why you hate it so much is because it is like, I equate it to like, mille- like a millennial trend. Mm. Um, like it's trendy. It's like a marketing tactic. Um, like I, when I was taking typography classes, um, I literally had a project where it was supposed to be like, okay, take a sound bit, so it could be like a song, it could be. Um, from an interview, it could be from a movie or a TV show, and you need to animate, like, what they're saying or, like, Mm -hmm. use type to animate this text clip. And I have, like, very a very distinct memory of this girl in one of my classes. She took the audio from um, 21 Jump Street, I think, that's, like, slam poetry, yelling... And, like, doing that, like, very millennial, like, text flinging in and, like, big, bold (sighs) words. Yeah. And it's, like, that was, like, pretty much everyone else's project. And I was, like, okay, this is, like, good to know how to do technically, I guess. But, like, it's so trendy. It'll be out of trend in, like, two years. It's already out of trend. Like... Yeah, like, I hate this shit. I don't want to see it. It comes up all the time. And I think it started off with probably that, uh, what you're describing, like, people just uploading their actual, like, typography assignments to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I remember I saw one um, a couple years back when, when this thing was, like, new. Like, it was a new trend. And I saw one video where I was like, what is this? Like, what do you, well, I, I don't know what this is. And I watched it. And I was like, that was okay, I guess, but I already listened to this episode, so I don't see the added value here. Um, But I remember reading the description, and it was, like, for my typography class. And I was like, what a fucking nerd. Like, what a fucking loser. (laughs) Could you imagine presenting in class, and you presented this, and it's, like, from a fucking cringe-ass podcast that I still listen to? (laughs) Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. I remember watching the one from 21 Jump Street and being like, this fucking sucks. And everyone thought it was so good. 
Because the scene but is good, like, but Ugh. sans the scene, it it's, like, really hard to listen to. Like, I can't imagine just trying to sit there and listen to that shit and try and animate to that shit. Oh, my God. I would go insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Fucking wild. Ugh. The only, um, the only other trend that makes me so irrationally irate that I could think of is, um, when people are like following Kylie Jenner's, uh, detox, uh, yeah, regimen or something stupid. Like, mm-hmm. no, you know, yeah. it's just like, it's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you guys are giving like, these bitches a platform yeah i'm like they suck they literally suck can we just stop talking about them and maybe they'll go away oh my god literally literally it is like we so all know that we all pisses know that me these off. people suck and we just need to stop engaging with them period uh yeah period Ugh. i hate it yeah no it it it's like it's it kind of ties back to another point that we had made prior which was just it it's just that like cancel culture isn't real uh if anything people just profit off of cancel culture like everyone who has ever been canceled quote unquote um i saw a video that was actually talking about this like everyone who has ever said that they were canceled ended up basically like increasing their following by in some cases up to like double what they were making before uh, it's the same trend wow. as, like, people who... Have you seen this? Where uh, girls on Twitch who um, who are just starting out will sometimes do this tactic where they're, like, talking down to their predominantly male uh, audience and be like, why can't you sub? Like, they'll say all this problematic shit just to, like, kind of rile up these guys so that they'll clip this girl and then cross-post these clips to other platforms and be like oh my god this girl she's like such a fucking thought like who's even white knighting this bitch like whatever like begging for subs looking so pathetic but really it's just like promoting her channel because guys will then go over to her channel and like hate follow her and like some guys will just go because they like see a hot woman and they go awooga and just fucking follow anyway and it's just like oh my god literally every single time it's a marketing tactic like I've never seen that happen, but I believe it. It's like, it was like a common trend for a little while. And it's so stupid because like, these men should be fucking smarter to know that this is a trap. It is so clearly a fucking trap. You just don't, just ignore it. If some bitch is saying something that you don't like on Twitch, guess what? There are hundreds of other streamers that are equally as hot that you can just find someone else to follow if someone is right. making content that you do not like you do not have to interact with these people <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you're right people are so dense like people are so dense and like will fall for anything you know yep yep it's like um have you seen that super straight shit that people were like oh don't if you're super straight like don't interact whatever or am i in no. like a weird part of the internet i feel like <laughs> you're in a weird part i've never seen that before in my life there was like there was like this resurgence of a new whatever version of 
being straight um, that was trending for a while, and it was called, like, super straight, and it's basically just transphobic uh, to mm-hmm. say that, like, oh, I'm super straight, and that I'm straight, and I only date cis women or whatever. Like, men would say that. Oh, my God. Right. But it was, like, very clearly fake. Like, it was so clearly, like, not real. And it, it's mm-hmm. ju- it's the same shit as Mr. Potato Head getting called Potato Head. It is just a PR scheme for people to talk, like, create controversy around this thing that does not need any controversy. And then you get the other side fucking riled up. It's all the same thing. <laughs> and we all need to take, I, I swear, like, we need to add financial literacy and, like, these fucking PR marketing tactics to our uh, education systems so that way we can just stop falling for the same shit. Learn how to write yeah. a check and also learn how to spot when someone's baiting you. Stop. Every time I have to write a check, I literally go, I literally start sweating. <laughs> oh my God. I had to write a check recently for my taxes and I uh, know how to write a check, but I still fucking googled how to write a check to just make sure and i was looking at my check versus the thing that i was looking at on the screen and i was mm-hmm. like uh-huh all it all looks good boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i bought um my car mm-hmm. i had to put a down payment um and then go get a certified check or whatever but i was mm-hmm. like in this guy's office like me my father and this guy <laughs> and they were like waiting for me waiting for me to write out this this check and it always messes me up when you like have to write out the amount and then like zero zero over a hundred like i never know and i'm always (laughs) i just have such a hard time so i was (laughs) the cogs in my brain chugging i was like i will get this right on the first try i will not have to tear this check yeah i did and i handed it to him and i was like watching him look at it and i was like he'll tell me if something's wrong right <laughs> and he didn't say anything was wrong, so I was like, "All right, whatever, that's good." Yeah, he'll he'll tell you if something's wrong. Um, They'll be like, "Hey, idiot! Stupid, dumb idiot!" Because the bank's gonna be like, "Where'd you get this fraudulent check from, huh? You dumb idiot! Are you a scammer? Huh? Are you scamming some this poor dumbo. young lady? This this Elizabeth out of her fucking money, huh? <laughs> you piece of uh, shit!" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Um, another trend that I despise on YouTube are (laughs) those fucking songs to share once, uh, we can all party again, songs to share with your friends who aren't into indie rock, and it's, like, fucking Rex Orange County, it's, uh, Girl in Red, and, like, it, like, yeah, this shit slaps, but, like, who hasn't heard any indie rock songs i look at these playlists and i'm like if you haven't heard any of these songs you live under a rock like ass yeah how i've seen those they drive me insane yeah like just make a playlist on spotify they'll have less ads than the shit that like have 14 different time stops youtube is becoming insufferable if you're not paying for it so like by that point, mm-hmm. just make a Spotify account. Even a free one will not be as bad as whatever fucking shit that this shit is playing on on YouTube. Like, and you can skip the songs. Like, <laughs> I also hate 
those um th- this is a little bit of a controversial opinion but those like lo-fi videos uh-huh yeah of that girl doing her homework oh yeah absolutely Dude, if you if you're not a like small business putting that music on like i've only ever seen that music getting played in like small business establishments where they just need background music and they don't want to pay for it so they mm-hmm. put on this youtube video like if you are not in that scenario and you need background music and your go-to is lo-fi hip-hop radio beats to relax slash study to or whatever like please develop a personality please i'm begging you yeah (laughs) please develop a sense of personal taste because this shit is like boring it is so boring oh my god yeah yeah sorry i don't know whatever (laughs) yeah i it just it it just drives me fucking nuts because it's like cuckoo bananas uh uh, also like i don't know if you like i did click on that video specifically uh, of the one with the girl who's like always like it's a gif so it loops um yeah I went into that uh, video and that chat, it's like a live stream. So there's a chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That chat is fucking hell, dude. That chat is literally the worst fucking place on earth. I think if I were sent to hell, I would be put into that chat room and forced to interact with these fucking weirdos from wherever the fuck they're coming from. These people are heathens. They don't have, like, I think that's why I, like, also dislike. <laughs> this video is because like what kind of person spends their time like sitting there interacting with people in the chat of a live stream for what is essentially just background music literally it's like please find something else to do please this is how you spend your time this is yeah this is it Ugh. um i also hate i i thought of another one i literally also hate um family vlogs like family vlogging oh yeah yeah i feel like it's sort of a given but also it just fills me with so much rage Mm -hmm. yeah no that's that's bad bad like i was so into it yeah i was so into it when i like first started watching youtube like Mm. i was like obsessed i was like wow this shit is so good and so authentic and so fun and now that i'm old i'm like that was very detrimental to these children's formative years. Yeah, that's the other part of it is like, where, what are we going to see in the next like 10, 20 years in regards to like this content and stuff and like how being so, uh, I guess, viewed and like perceived by yeah. the an entire fucking audience, like nothing that you right. do lives like just with yourself like there's no sense of privacy i guess right it's like you have these children who have been videotaped since the day they were born like and it's it even goes beyond just like having an audience who perceives you it like it becomes a point where it's like are you living your life and like are you having relationships with your parents and your siblings or are you like literally just acting for the camera Mm -hmm. you know 
they like it's recognize like, it they see the camera yeah. and they know to like act and it's like how is this affecting them in the long term yeah it's so scary i'm like so interested to see how it does affect them in the long term yeah yeah when they can like articulate it and be like hey this is how this affected me because there's there's it's gonna happen we're gonna hear it right ah so scary Mm -hmm. um sorry i just keep thinking of things i also (laughs) hate um like mystery boxes like Mr. Beast, like, I bought the world's most expensive mystery box. $500,000. It's like, shut up. The the amount of people that I saw reposting Mr. Beast's fucking Instagram giveaway or some shit, like, I was like, I'm tempted to unfollow, except I'm related to some of you. So, like, (gasps) all my my cousins are kids, you know? They're young young kids. They're young boys specifically, so they look up to like creators like him. So yeah. I understand it, but it also like feels really exploitative to like yeah. force kids to post content on their Instagram page when really you shouldn't have an Instagram if you're like below a certain age. But I know that they do have Instagram pages, and they always have like because I had an Instagram page. But like it's still just like I don't know. Yeah. You shouldn't be on it, the No, internet. it is. <laughs> it does feel exploitative. And it's like the same as like David Dobrik mm-hmm. making that puzzle that you then have to finish and then post for a chance to win like a million dollars or whatever. And it's just like, dude, shut up. You're already like selling your merch to these children who are going to do it because they want a chance to win a million dollars. And then you're going to make them post on Instagram. It's like so dumb yeah yeah truly anyway fuck david dobrik i hate him also these minecraft youtubers uh dream smp fucking annoying um yeah word him and his whole squad are like so annoying like they are they are kids i get that right but they are also heading a bunch of conversations that other kids who are part of their community are talking about and then they talk about like actively allowing people to ship him and his friends but it's like he said that but we don't know what his friends said and like even if they were both okay with it like it's an insane position to take because like you shouldn't ship real people that's insane yeah for sure i don't know like i just it, it, oh my god like what and and like the amount of like quote-unquote toxic shit that like these fans are like talking about like i wish they would just shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up get a discord <laughs> uh, allow yourselves to fester in your little voice channels and like create an inoculated little group where i don't have to hear or see any of this bullshit ever again like i i just I need them to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. I like, I love YouTube, but YouTube is also disgusting. It has been around for so long and people have been like desperately trying to make content and, and like become popular and gain a following for years now. So it's mm-hmm. like really interesting to see how like trends follow, how certain creators rise out of nowhere and certain creators just continue to like flounder around trying to like right. quote unquote make it. Um mm-hmm. 
it is just like so funny to me because like you get people who are trying to be the next wave of like Cody Ko and like Danny Gonzalez and and uh, all of those like creators who got like really really big off of this platform and you have people who are like trying to be that next like wave but like no one is I think right now so we get like a lot yeah. of these like knockoffs that are just not good at all <laughs> it's like so interesting um because I feel like 2016 happened and Vine was shut down so mm-hmm. a lot of the creators from Vine like moved over to YouTube where it became this like longer form platform and like YouTube like worked really well for them so like Danny Gonzalez and Cody Ko and Drew Gooden and like all those dudes and then I feel like it's kind of around the same time where like Emma Chamberlain became huge like Mm. her like vlogging driving around in her car and like getting coffee and um that whole kind of like shtick comedy like the way that she did it and Mm -hmm. then i feel like after emma chamberlain emma chamberlain you like never really had like a new youtuber like that do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. after emma chamberlain there were so many youtubers who were emma chamberlain emma chamberlain i'm thinking like really specifically Haley fam who was this um really christian dancer she was so into dance and like her vlog started off being like look i'm a dancer like whatever and her biggest video was like how to um like shave your bikini line without getting like whatever oh okay she yeah so she became really big because she was this like very funny like um really open like just fun personality to watch but mm-hmm. you can tell that she was influenced so heavily by Emma Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. And her content became, like, so very obviously a ripoff of Emma's. Mm. And, like, she was just doing the same shit. And then she, like, married this guy at 18 years old and became this, like, so out of touch with the reality. Like, she had made so much money off of YouTube. She, like, bought, like, a million-dollar home and was, like what do you mean not everyone is wearing designer clothes Uh, and also got married during covid with mm. a bunch of people that weren't wearing masks so love that i i love that it's so fun so fun so just interesting to think about (laughs) god it is it people really don't know how to act huh like, just keep mm-hmm. that shit to yourself. If you're going to break the rules, keep that shit to yourself. Stop snitching on yourself. Don't yeah, tell literally. other people. You don't, you're not going to be universally loved. So, like, relax and, like, put your fucking phone down for a goddamn second, you narcissistic fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think another trend, this is, this is going to be the last one I talk about, I promise, but the, this one that I kind of dislike, but it's not like happening off of YouTube. It's that like, I get that YouTube doesn't have a really 
it has a fucking shitty uh, live streaming platform, so it hasn't been uh, mm-hmm. really utilized by any of the creators. But they all move to right. Twitch, and they all play games. And I get it. Like, it's fun to play games. But I have no interest in these uh, Twitch channels. I have no interest in these people's, like, actual personalities. I just want their content regarding, like, specific topics. But everyone yeah. is getting a Twitch channel, and I am tired of it. I think it's boring. I think it is... Just more shit that I don't want to hear. Some of these people don't actually have a personality. They just have a, a, a following. And these people become obsessed with them. They have like a parasocial relationship with them. And they're like, watch me play all kinds of whatever video games. Oh no, a group of us are playing Among Us. And now we're an established group or whatever. And it's just asking yep. for shit to like fall apart in like two years. When you eventually just like realize that you can't keep playing the same games over and over again. And that you guys don't actually get along. Um and yeah. I am not going to sit through any of it. I think it's boring. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I have like very specific people that I watch on Twi- on Twitch because I know that like they're fucking funny and yeah. like they're entertaining to watch. And it's like, so for example, like I watch this girl named Arden Rose play Animal Crossing on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, she is so entertaining to me like I think she has like such a good personality like she's so funny and I like went onto her YouTube channel just to see if she posted like Animal Crossing content because Mm -hmm. normally if they like for me I find that normally if you like watch a streamer play a certain game and then you go on their YouTube channel and they have like videos of that game I'm like okay I know those videos are going to be good because I already enjoy watching them play it Mm -hmm. but for her her shit was like lifestyle like oh let me do like clothes try-ons or whatever and I was like I'm not going to watch this because this is not what I want to watch her do (laughs) I'm looking for a VOD channel thanks (laughs) yeah literally whatever so Oh no, yeah. yeah. It's it's absolutely like so weird. I, I I don't know. Like I guess it like makes sense, but also like I truly believe that like 90% of these like YouTube creators who are, have like done other things that then move on to Twitch like do not have the personality to be streaming on Twitch, but they have the money yeah. to like get a cool setup and hire an artist and so now they have like an established Twitch presence and a channel and like it is quite literally the exact uh 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 like formula that everyone has been kind of following and I like is this is this fun for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do people, like, enjoy this? Like, is this really enjoyable? For real? I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't think I would be able to... I don't think I'd be able to stream on Twitch. Really? I don't know. You always say that I would be good at it, but I don't know if I'd be, like, interesting enough. I, I say that because, like, I... We, we play for hours, and, like, I feel like I'm not bored by anything that you are saying or doing like you always have a set plan and that's why i say you'd be good at streaming (laughs) on twitch um also because like shit always happens to you and i feel like it would be funny to watch but like the the other always happens to me and i always (laughs) (laughs) no i i would i would say that the other difference is that like a lot of the streamers that i watch on twitch like have these like concepts that they go for and they're like 
funny because there's an actual plan and they're creative and they like do things on the games that they play or they add their own twist to it or even if it's just like playing through a game there is like some element of like trying to make it more than just like watching someone play and then watching them react and like Mm -hmm. I feel like um whether it's like that kind of high concept comedy uh and take on a game or like something like Minecraft where like you're building something and it's fun and like I don't know it just feels like that's never the case whereas like SMPs they're fun to watch sometimes but honestly like I have no interest in watching some guy play Minecraft but with mods on it like but not actually like doing anything with that like it that takes literally all the fun out of what I consider to be fun about Minecraft playing it like it's just like if I wanted to listen to you, I would just watch one of your videos instead of sitting here, sometimes in, like, near silence on some of these streamers who are, like, they don't have a personality, and they're just sitting there and, like, interacting with chat, and, like, sure, that's okay, I guess. I guess for some people that's, like, fun, but, like, it is that worth it? And they, and they rake in money, and, like, good for them, I guess, but, like, I just I get annoyed it's not with my it. Shit. I think it's a stupid yeah. trend and I I don't think if you're not like putting energy into it if you're not even going to be creative about it you're just going to like kind of walk around and do whatever. I'm bored. I think it's boring and I think that it's kind of like dumb to try and make a career off of Twitch and grow beyond whatever YouTube audience you have cuz it's not worth it. Right. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, please uh, uh, <laughs> drop a, a, an, us an at if you think Liz should start t- streaming on Twitch. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> if people want to donate money to get me a gaming setup. <laughs> um, I, would, I, I would love to see it, but that's just me. I, maybe I'm just a big fan of my friend. Um, it's but- because I – the only reason why you want me to do it is because I call uh, – fur on animals on minecraft hair that is so true you keep calling the wool on a sheep its hair and you keep asking them to grow its hair back and i think that's the funniest thing and i could (laughs) probably watch you do that for all eternity because it is just so fucking stupid i get so mad sometimes listening to you say that shit (laughs) because i'm dumb okay i'm a dumb idiot (laughs) You trying to like conjure up the words to even just describe what you were doing to me sometimes is so funny oh because you are very it's clearly like engrossed in whatever you're doing. And so you're like, yeah, I. <laughs> My brain can only work so hard on so many things. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. You like have a personality. It's fucking funny, dude. Oh my god. Thanks, okay, so brother. anyway, we'll start a GoFundMe. So follow us on Twitter at Pod Retrograde so you can contribute mm-hmm. <laughs> on Instagram at Retrograde the Podcast. And we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.